0: Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. Aston Villa kicked off their pre-season with a trip to Warsaw. We'll get to that in a minute.
1: Plus, Frankie piles the pressure on with a spicy question. But first things first, Frankie, how are you? Well, George, I'm in absolute raptures about what's going on at Aston Villa at the moment with these transfers. Mike! No, it's it's, it's starting to simmer, isn't it, now? It's it's, what it's is this boiling away there. Incredible. It's boiling hotter than our spicy questions, George. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, um, you know, Pal Torres turns up and uh, George, I mean, uh, Alex Moreno, Pal Torres, Tyro Mings and Matty Cash as your back four. Oh. That is like, if, he, if they walk into an audition on the X Factor, Simon Cowell is falling off his seat because he's like, finally, I found my replacement for One Direction. Only <laughs> they're better looking and more talented. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable, George! I it's know. like a, like a, a bloody like ASOS models or Dreamboat FC, ASOS FC. I know. Um, you, Steve... you, you got
0: you've probably got the likes of uh, Gareth Southgate, Alan Wright, Steve Staunton looking on, thinking, ah, oh, so yeah. yeah I, th- I think I think these boys have got it.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Steve, Steve Bruce and Gary Pallister had nothing on this back line. <laughs> Unbelievable! Um, no, no chance. So, so, George, I mean, it's, it's just quite incredible. Um, yeah, Pal Torres turns up. Um, and then uh, Moussa, Diaby, all these links, they seem to be heating up, don't they? They do. Don't they, they?
0: they do. Well, you know, it's, it's sort of reaching that, that stage in the season now, isn't it? Where the, where the players have come back either from international duty or or their summer holidays. Obviously, contracts have expired. Uh, we're now well into pre-season, as we were today against Warsaw. First first game as we prepare for the uh, for the new term, and um, and yeah, this is this is this is us kicking into overdrive. And as we said, we've said many times, it was going to be a busy summer, and I think it's very um, handy to try and get deals done as soon as you can, so obviously players can come in and get used to the system, used to their teammates um, ahead of what is obviously going to be a quite a um, quite a, a challenging season, an exciting season, but obviously many games for us to play. So yeah, I think I think Unai is, is now is now turning it on and trying to get uh, you know faces through the door, maybe a few people out as well. There's been some rumours, particularly around kind of you know Lucadena, maybe to Nottingham Forest, perhaps Brendan Johnson coming to join us. That's another Whoa. one. Um, but we'll obviously we'll, we'll get into all that in a moment. But I think first of all we need to talk about the game today as i say Frankie, it was the first pre-season game of the new season uh the the classic the annual trip to the bescott to uh to face warsaw it finished one all um of course you know the result is not important it's about getting uh, minutes in the legs of all villas players they all played today uh, what did you make of um of the performances and and, and how you saw how it, how you saw it all unfurl?
1: One one with Warsaw, Emery out. That's what I say. <laughs> get him, get him gone. Get him gone. He's been found out, hasn't he? He's been caught. Found out, you know. Yep. The, uh, get Mon, get rid of Monchi. What's the point? <laughs> uh, just get rid of all of them. Steven Gerrard, come back. All is forgiven. Yeah. Um, Stevie, uh, Stevie, big bollocks. Bring him back. No, uh, of course. See the CBG.
0: If I could just call your attention to <laughs> I, that video. Did you see it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna want it. (laughs) Go on. There's
0: no communication. There's no communication. Yeah, they don't understand what you're saying, mate. Um... Oh,
1: dear. No, uh, uh, yeah, um, scream that knock it long, knock it long. Uh, no, um. I can't believe he was our manager. I cannot believe he was our <laughs> I manager. I know, I know. Let's move on. Let's oh, move on. Sake. We're getting angry now.
0: Getting anyway, angry. let's
1: move on. Just had to vent. I love venting about that. that period. It's, just quite fun. it's getting quite fun now. But look, uh, yes, the Walsall game. Um, as you say, the result doesn't matter. Um, mainly about the fitness. Uh, I thought it started off where Walsall sat deep, um, yeah. generally. So uh, Villa kind of surprised me a little bit with how long they went. It was quite direct. Um, Diego Carlos seemed to do that quite a bit. Um And he did that against Wolves as well, actually. He likes likes a long diagonal ball, Diego Carlos, considering we haven't really seen much of him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so, I I mean, I don't love a long diagonal ball. It's not not something that'd be in my repertoire, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, it seemed to be a bit of that. I thought the back four was sort of solid enough. Uh, And, uh, you know, um, Villa didn't really wake up until the goal when we conceded. And it was a shame for Josh Feeney. It felt like he got his legs tangled up a little bit. Bit caught off, but just off balance and came out. Warsaw player scores. Feeney actually, you know, he's very highly rated, England captain. um, You know, um, I think he's probably going to get a loan this season. And uh, I think he actually had a couple of quite nice moments on the ball. He was quite good, I thought. And he sort of blocked a few, um, you know, attempts through on goal um, from the Warsaw team. So I thought he'd actually looked okay. Just a shame that that happened. But it kind of woke Villa up a little bit and Douglas Louise mate, like, you know, he's been absolutely quality under Unai Emery and it felt like the goal kind of annoyed him a bit and so he went up a level and mm. boy, oh boy, did he go up a level. Just even in like the first pre-season game of the, of the season, um, you just see the quality of players sometimes, don't you, that are just are a level above. Yeah. Douglas Luiz is that. It's almost like, you know, they're fresh off the beach. They've still got the taste of that pina colada. They're just adding Mykonos on them, you know, <laughs> wherever it is, the footballers hang out. Um, you know, they've got the sand, they're, they're wiping the sand off their shoulders, getting the water out of the ears. Um, so it felt a little bit like that to start with. And uh, I think Douglas Ruiz took control of it a bit. Jaden Philogene got into it um, and showed some really nice moments. He's done well at Cardiff. So who knows? Maybe he'll stick around, you know. Maybe he could be a project for Unai Emery. It's, a very, it's very difficult to break through into the Premier League, very difficult to get too many opportunities when the competition's there. But he's, you know, a player who's has had Premier League experience. He's had good experience in the Championship. So, who's to say he might not stick around and, uh, you know, do something this season with Villa? Um, we'll see more of him this preseason for sure. He did nicely to win the uh, the penalty, um, taking on a few players. Uh, other than that, you know, Watkins dispatching the ball nicely from the penalty. Hopefully, he's been working on that in training because uh, if he can, if he's our regular penalty taker, I don't always feel confidence with him when he's stepping up for a uh, penalty. But if he can, if he can be the regular penalty taker, and if he can score regularly, that's five extra goals, six extra goals a season potentially. That mm-hmm. might just take him over the twenty-goal mark. Um, and then second half, Villa really took control. I thought Bounedjah got more into it as the space opened up. But uh, then we made all the changes at the sixty-minute mark, and it was basically the youth team. And Warsaw got a little bit more into it again. Um, but a few good signs. You know, Caden Young looked very good uh, outright. Lamar Bogart, I think was, I thought there was something there with him. Um, Tommy O'Reilly is technically very nice, uh, but Bogart, um, you know, I think his distribution was really good, and Warsaw didn't really get much out of him. So he's one I'm interested to keep an eye on because Villa haven't yet bought that backup right back, have we? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we're talking about Consa going out and playing there, maybe uh, if if Cash isn't available, or um, you know, now that Ashley Young's gone as well, so. Um, yeah, I, I think Bogart's wants to keep an eye on, actually. Um, but it's difficult to get too much out of it. It's more about the fitness. but um, And also Tim Arobenham. Uh, I would liked yeah. what I saw from him. Yeah, same. I think, actually, he was maybe the one that caught my eye the most as a youth player. I think he's had a good season at QPR, by all accounts. It was a turbulent season with the manager turnaround. Um, but there was a couple of moments he showed where he looked like a better player than the one who left Villa a year ago got the Mm -hmm. ball, Warsaw players approached him and he was willing to go at them, take it past them, drive forward, which I thought um, that was quite nice to see at his age as well, very young. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, he's one again to keep an eye on, I think in his pre-season. A couple of these guys are going to stick around this season. Um, A lot of them are going to go on loan, but um, I think a Rogbenham's one to certainly keep an eye on. But yeah, so yeah, solid enough. 1-1. Emery out. What did you think, George? (laughs) Yeah, completely. I
0: think uh, I think as well as looking at uh, new players, uh, we probably need to be looking at new managers, don't we? That's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. We can't We can't draw. We can't drop points in a friendly against Warsaw. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, for me, the the excitement is obviously always seeing Villas kind of have that first preseason match because you know that the new campaign's not too far away now um you know they're in their new shirt the new badge all the rest of it it's um it's always good to see uh, and um, and yeah and, and it's always exciting to see uh, the youth players sort of play in preseason because that's that's really the only time where you see them play sort of quite regularly you see them play in a few games. In pre-season, and then obviously they're either moved out on loan or they do they carry on their sort of development at under twenty-one level. Um, so you know, particularly in the second half when so many younger players came on, that was kind of intriguing for me to see. I certainly think that uh, Jaden Philogene is, is is the one for me that stood out. Obviously, he he worked um, he worked really well to win the the penalty. Um, you know, he did he did uh, he, he. I think he at the moment I know we're looking at players and and DRB could potentially come in and 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 take that sort of role and, and offer this sort of um yeah. uh, uh, this sort of uh, um uh, attribute but but philogene is really good at taking players on and he's got something that we currently lack which is which is pace uh on that side of the pitch and i think you know he showed flashes of that against warsaw um and you know as as we saw with um uh, uh, jackson at um, to real he sort of came out of he came from nowhere. He spent a season on loan in in um, in uh, uh, the second division of Spanish football. Came back. Uh, Emery started playing him in the first team, and now he's obviously scored to move to Chelsea because uh, he finished the season so well in Spain. Um So maybe Filipe could be that player where you know he could surprise us. He could he could make a few more first team opportunities. He might keep him at the park rather than send them back out on loan. But I do agree with you that the vast majority of the players that we saw today will probably be uh moved on at least on a temporary basis just to see how they compete in the um in the football league uh totally agree with you on uh bogard i think he looks like a player with real potential o'reilly as well technically really good he kind of reminds it me a little nice. bit of um uh sort of you know callum o'hare that we had a few years ago he's yep. doing well with, with coventry yeah. barry uh,
1: bannon something like that as well yeah like, yeah yeah absolutely diminutive. so um
0: so yeah, that was good. Um, the lesser spotted Morgan Sanson, it was oh, interesting yeah. to see him back in a in a, in a kit. I I wouldn't expect to see him uh, remain at the club beyond the transfer window. I I think you oh, know so, he's, yeah. he's probably going to be angling for a for a move. You know, probably Ditto Chambers uh, as, as well. Um, I think Emmy uh, uh disappointed me. If I'm going to sort of go down the other spectrum and, and talk about players that didn't, I think. Uh, perform so well. Again, I don't want to be too critical because it is the first game of free season but I thought he sort of gave away possession quite a lot. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of needed him to be a bit more dynamic in the position he was playing. But I think we sort of struggled to really create anything. And, and I think we lost the ball a lot through him. Um, but I fully expect him to improve as we approach the new, uh, the new season. But also really good to see Diego Carlos uh, Play in a Villa shirt, you know. Again, we've seen him so infrequently uh, since he since he joined us around this time last season. Mm. He came back into the team at the end of last year after recovering from his kind of horrific uh, Achilles injury, um, uh, and he did really well. Uh, and I'm actually I quite like a, a, dia- a long diagonal, Frankie. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I think it's good to have that as an option. You know, you know, I don't want to see it all the time, but um, I think I think they can be effective. We've seen a few goals scored from when Tyron Mings would sort of launch it. 60 yards upfield so you know it's an it's an option and if he um works at it and it becomes quite effective then I've got no issue with it whatsoever and yeah uh Watkins if he's on penalty duty he's going straight into my FPL team because um uh I think if he is on penalty duty I think he will score uh 20 goals this
1: season, mm, okay, that's a big shout.
0: That's my uh, that's my bet for the season.
1: Oh well, there were, there were a few things I enjoyed. Uh, I, I like that Walsall had a trialist A, trialist B, trialist C, <laughs> trialist D. Big day for the trialist family. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think I think they're locals. I think they're all based in uh, Walsall. The trialist family, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then um, I also enjoyed before the game that Villa were warming up. Uh, the camera was on them, and then Walsall just walked out, and we were, like keep lining up. As if like the you know the Champions League music was playing, and Villa like <laughs> noticed, and all sprinted off the pitch, got to get a kit on. Came out of Warsaw just there, like you know, warming up, ready to go. As if yeah. like just ready to play on, and uh, yeah, that was that was quite funny. I thought. Um, so yeah, uh, the you know nice little run out, nice, nice to get fitness in the legs, and nice to see a couple of player, you know, younger players get minutes with a couple of our senior pros. What more can you ask for, really? Absolutely, and um, of course,
0: you know, the preseason doesn't stop. Here we've got the uh, the series over in the states. Oh yeah! Coming up next, of course, we've got to talk about Newcastle uh, and who else do we have over there? Fulham. Over there? Fulham. Um, so that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who's on the flight. I think that will tell us a lot, obviously, about who Emery wants to keep, mm-hmm. um, and and also, you know, I think he he pro- he'll probably be keen to wrap up. I mean, either DRB or or, or someone else. Um, so so, we, so they they they're you know ready to to join us at the very least over in the states to to play in that and then we've got a really exciting game back at the best scott against lazio um lazio oh, at yeah. the best scott never thought oh, I'd yeah. say that um, know. but uh, but that should be uh, an interesting one as well and then um and then we get going the new season i can't it's wait like, for
1: the, can't wait for those lazio players to get into the dressing rooms at warsaw uh, like it's <laughs> just the confusion <laughs> this is, this not, no, no, no one tells them this is not Villa Stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chiro Immobile
0: is sort of scratching his head as he's sort of looking around on the benches. Yeah. yeah.
1: All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. The long and storied friendship between George and me could be in crisis as I ask this, the spicy question. And today, George, I'm playing the role of Nasef Suiris and Wes Edens. So Villa will probably go bankrupt within one day if that were the case. But I've given you 100 million quid to spend. Massive mistake giving it to you as well. Um, what positions do you blow the money on?
0: Well, I think I think it's, it's, it's kind of obvious. I think, once again, we're probably going to agree here on the spicy question. Um, more of a mild salsa than anything else. I think these spicy questions, we always agree on it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I think it's got, it's got to be a bit of width. Get some decent wingers in. Um, you know, I, I think even today it showed, it was quite evident that um, we lacked a bit of creativity, a bit of spark on the wings um apart from that one moment where well, obviously philogene created a bit of magic and then went down in the box uh to um to secure a penalty but yeah that's the area we need to focus on now and obviously trb does seem to be the the likely uh the likely player to come in and, and occupy that position on the wing whether he rivals uh bailey or whether he plays with bailey on either flank you know we'll we'll, we'll see about that obviously um Ramsey's injured, uh, a player who would play out there as well. Um, to, he often sort of drifts into, but but you know another another player who's injured and out of the reckoning for the time being. So that I think it makes it even more pressing that we um, we look at that area of the field. And um, yeah, I think that the RB signing uh, really interests me. Um, I'm really intrigued. I, 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 there have been people that have been very critical of Leon Bailey. Um, I think some of it is fair criticism. I think another part of it is a bit unfortunate. He's He's been out with injury uh, quite frequently, which has been sad to see. And then, and then, you know, little bits, a lot kind of loss of form and, and stuff. It does happen. So if he doesn't go this season uh, or during the transfer window, it could be um, a big season for for Leon Bailey, uh, a Villa, the, kind of the last chance really to try and secure a, a place inside. Um, they're both from Leverkusen, aren't they as well? DRB and, yeah, they play um, and uh, Bailey they play together, so maybe that could factor into Emery's thinking. Who knows? Um, DRB was at PSG as well when Emery was there, so he he does know him from from his previous roles as a manager in Gun. So so that's that's quite quite uh, an interesting uh, angle as well. Um, and then as I mentioned earlier, links with Brennan Johnson. So so clearly it's that it is that kind of area of the pitch. That sort of forward-thinking, uh, wide player to supplement Watkins, and then we probably do need someone to um, to rival Watkins up front. But it's whether maybe Emery thinks that if he keeps Duran and Archer at the club, whether he feels that that's enough. Uh, I I personally think he'll he'll probably go in the market and, and buy someone else. But but um, that centre forward position is maybe not as pressing as the. The wingers for me uh-huh. and and to be honest uh, a lot of that area of the pitch is quite interchangeable I mean it wouldn't surprise me if um if the RB plays up front um you know we've seen we've seen Buendia sort of play almost up front with with Watkins at times as well and a bit of a 4-4-2 mm-hmm. so you know I think I think he'll 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 mix that around a little bit but certainly I think as things stand at the moment the the the, the sort of the, the wide players that area that side of the that area of the pitch is something we need to we need to improve
1: on mm. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. I I think, uh, yeah, for me, it's. um, I think I want Buendia and Bailey to have competition. I think it would help both of them uh, because I think that they just both seem to struggle for consistency. And I think Bailey probably more so. I think, Bailey, you just do not know what you're going to get. I think sometimes it just depends on his first touch, if he's on it or not. And, uh, you know, I I watched him against Manchester United in the 3-1 where he scored the first goal. And he was absolutely 10 out of 10. He was was fantastic. And he's had games where he has been like that. It just is too infrequent because he has games where he can be a 2 out of 10. Like, he's just really hard to predict what you're going to get from him. And I think that if you're Unai Emery, I don't think it's hard to trust players who are like that. Yeah. Uh, And I think Buendia is a player who, really intricate, really nice player, does a lot of good, but doesn't, again doesn't quite have the consistency that you want um you know in that position you do have coutinho and buendia but i'm not convinced is one for the world at villa um yeah. slightly a forgotten man at the moment bizarrely yeah. um and uh so yeah i think if you could just get competition for them in those positions and get i think just somebody who is more consistent which is really hard to find yeah. um but uh if you could then that'd be great and i think if it's diaby if that's if that does go through and you know i spoke, i talked to max Merrill this week bayer by leverkusen supporter himself he's a bundesliga expert uh, journalist football journalist out in germany and he told me you know that diaby he thinks he's a better player than bailey he thinks that diaby he's surprised that champions league clubs you know aren't going after him right now and he says that he can his best position is right right wing Cutting in, um, and he but he can also play on the left and he can also play sort of centrally. So he might end up playing off Watkins. He has that option and playing on the right where sort of Bailey plays. But also, you know, if Brennan Johnson, those links as well seem to be very strong. If you had the two of them come in, um, somebody's got to go, uh, you'd think. I mean, Sportsman have reported twice that Leon Bailey's available for transfer. Yeah. I do imagine if those two play, if Diaby and Johnson ended up coming in, I could see Bailey going if a decent fee comes in for him. Um, that's not to say that I've given up on the guy. I just think, you know, financial realities taught, don't they? Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think in those two positions for me are the two that I think I'd like to see just a bit more, co- uh, you know, consistency. Charles de Catalaya as well, AC Milan, Belgian player, 23 years of age, very much in the Buendia role. He's been linked as well this week. So I'm, Sort of reticent to put too much belief in that one, um, and then I think I think midfield and defense were largely all right. Right back, you think you'd need a little bit more competition, but um, like I say, one of these youth players might just step up. You know, um, mm. it might it could happen. Um, and uh, need a backup goalkeeper. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. You know, anytime Emi Martinez isn't there. We're looking around and we're thinking, "Oh, hello." Um, but, yeah, you know, I,
0: I, I half expect my phone to ring when that happens.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have seen you in goal, George. I've seen you have some great games. Yeah, not it's bad.
0: You, you've seen me have some some very very poor games. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, definitely, I I agree, a backup goalkeeper is needed, and and you're right, definitely, the kind of full back area, especially right back. Ashley Young, of course, now joining Everton. Um,
1: right, my heart so, I did my my my, tear, my eyes are full of tears. I that, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's again. It's a strange. It is a bit of a strange one. Still thinking about it that we didn't give him just one more year because it does leave us a little bit exposed as things stand. But as you were saying, maybe he wants to give. Maybe feels maybe young is, is depriving opportunities for younger players coming through. Possibly. Or there's there's other players that he's interested in bringing in. I'm sure. Um, you know, there'll be there'll be much more to come in terms of sort of the transfer rumour mill churning away but it certainly does feel particularly this week last week and and you know heading heading into, into the next few weeks now as we sort of crank into pre-season that good, the, the links are going to get more concrete more solid and um, we'll see much more movement both in and out OK, thank you everybody for listening I've been your host George Zielinski Frankie, catch you later
1: Catching a bit, George, up the mighty villa.
0: Up the mighty villa, and it is goodbye from me uh, to Frankie. We'll, of course, be back again to entertain our listeners. Uh, But until then, come on, Super Aston Villa.